In business, Deloitte sees two approaches to innovation. People who look at the new technologies and changes swirling around them and wonder what's possible, and people who use cloud to engineer it. Creating new revenue with industry cloud platforms, optimizing costs through multi-cloud adoption, and adopting technologies from AI to edge. Join the innovators. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and get the end-to-end services you need to get the cloud value you expect. Deloitte. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, this is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Old school on a Friday here in beautiful Lincoln, Nebraska. It's actually pretty nice outside today. We don't have gale force winds. It is slightly windy. Not, not gale yeah. force though. We're not you, you won't turn into a kite if you walk outside and you have a have a baggy jacket on. But it's it's cold. It says it's thirty degrees, right? It's cold. Is that right? Yeah, yeah a little bit. A little bit. I was I was standing in the sun, it was decent. Oh, okay. But it's still it's, if you're yeah, in the it's shade. Th- it, thirty two feels like twenty one, Rico. You're That's standing in the sun. That's what just it stand, says. Just stand in the sun. 32 feels like 21. You said a little bit. A little bit. That's a lot of bit cold. A little bit. A little cold. Better than it was. Anyway, Old School is sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, traveling, sports, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters in Lincoln. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. Okay, so buckle up, people. I need for y'all to put your grown grown up panties on, right? I need I need you to put your grown up stuff on, right? Just 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 I need to understand. I do not understand Nebraska's relationship with ESPN. Because if Nebraska says if, if ESPN says that Nebraska's bad, ESPN Nebraska folks are mad. If Nebraska if ESPN says Nebraska is good, Nebraska fans are mad. What All right. Help me understand. Maybe Nebraska fans just don't like ESPN at all. But why? I don't know. If they can, if they're capable of saying that you're both good and bad when appropriate, what's the problem? How dare you be real? I don't but, know. So what's the history of the relationship? Uh, I don't know if there's really a history. I just think it's one of those things that. Uh, ESPN probably took the liberty to pounce on Nebraska when they first started to like go down. Yeah, and even when they were good under Bo, they never really got true like the the clips that they showed was always Bo freaking out on the sideline, yeah. even during even during a good win, which understandable. The dude right. was crazy. Have they said anything that was that was that it was wrong about Nebraska? I don't know. I don't even really pay know. much attention to it because well, maybe, to, like, I, maybe I, when you I, lose, it doesn't. Re- I mean, nah. if you're losing, it doesn't. I mean, there's no way to kind of dress yeah. up a loss. Um, so like, so Mississippi Mud Dog says, "Well, ESPN hates us. That's the relationship." If if yesterday the, the the RPI comes through and they say Nebraska's you know going to win the Big Ten West, Nebraska is 35th in the country to start the season after a three win right. season. Right. 
right? So is that a bad thing? How is that a bad thing by saying Nebraska is going to be good? It feels mocking after a three-win season. Seems. But what they said was, you're, you're going to be good. Mm-hmm. Right. So Nebraska fans are mad? Yeah. Like yeah, that was the people, whole thing. people are upset because the FPI said that Nebraska had a 30-some percent chance uh, to win the Big Ten West and that they were going to win seven, I think it was like 7.6, so eight games next season. Okay. What's wrong with that? People are upset about it. I don't, I don't know. I just uh, – the FPI is weird. I don't take much stock in it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm gonna talk I mean, about it, but I don't. Yeah. I just don't understand it. So, so Bone it says is be, it's better than them saying that you're gonna win two games. Yeah. Well, that's I or mean three. Like I mean, there seems to be. It had UConn as the second to last team, uh, but they were only supposed to win two games, while New Mexico State was the last team, and they were supposed to win four. <laughs> yeah. I but, look at it. I, I look at it like right now is the funny season. Uh, we were talking about it off air. If you want to get clicks, you you know, just like when Desmond Howard, you know, was like, "Oh, we, you need to kick them out of the league." Remember about yeah, when Nebraska, you know, his rant, and then he, you know, then he increased his profile, and then he even made fun of it. It's like, yeah, I'm in your head, and I just got more attention, right? Mm-hmm. So I just think it's one of those things that uh, when people put out this stuff, it's you know, really to be honest with you, if I was talking to a fan, Nebraska is an easy choice to to pick to win the West if you look at it how consistently they were close last year mm-hmm. you just think eventually it's just gonna you're gonna push through and have you a would way, think so right so if there's ever a time because that's how you kind of project team i mean just like the nfl like look at buffalo you know they kind of go first round get knocked out then they get a little bit farther then it, you know then it's kind of like step so you figure if you've been kind of building something and last year was gut-wrenching losses both teams beating you and you beating yourself then the dam's got to break the dam's got to break so enough water again then there was another media outlet that said that nebraska was going to be nine and three Mm -hmm. which was probably just easy just flip to you know just just flip it but the reasoning is probably a lot what i said so i don't know why why a fan at nebraska would be upset only thing i could think of is they had Wisconsin projected at nine wins and Nebraska at like eight. So you're probably thinking like, how can we win the West? But if it's only a thirty-some percent chance, I'm sure Wisconsin's at like fifty, right? Mm-hmm. So, well, no, it was so Nebraska. Everybody had a chance, like a percentage. Nebraska was like two or three percent over Wisconsin. Yeah, that that doesn't make sense then. I mean, is that simply saying they're going to be Wisconsin's have a better season, but they're going to lose to Nebraska? In a Something game like that. Matters. Something like that. Yeah, but then it was it was Nebraska, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. Those are the top four to win the Big Ten West. But the the two teams with the highest percentages were Nebraska at one. Yeah, and it's probably like schedule and thinking of schedule because if you can get off to a good to great start with this schedule, Mm -hmm. and you can kind of get build some momentum, build well, yeah, momentum, and then kind of always say have like a bad performance that you can keep in your bad back pocket without losing ground. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Then, then that all would be true. You know what I'm saying? Because um, you could build up enough lead to even if you kind of, you know, slept walk a week, you could then you could kind of, you know, wake yourself up and finish the season strong. So, mm-hmm. look, a lot of people are doing. I mean, you're not going to get a lot of clicks in the big Big Ten realm of fan bases if you say Wisconsin. Ohio State and Wisconsin are going to win, and that's it. 
or Ohio State and Iowa. I mm-hmm. mean, that's just like what it's been, you know. And okay. uh, so it's going to be status quo. So, and the, and every year that Northwestern's won it, they've never been picked. No, never been picked. I don't think they ever will be picked. No. And then I think at one point they won like three out of the four or something, or two yeah. out of the three. <laughs> um, and then they had like two first round picks on their team. And they got another one that got like that corner that they got was yeah. like a true freshman that was like probably the best DB in the in the conference. He was just fresh out of the prom, you know, mm-hmm. or high high school. So uh, yeah, I mean it's it's all off season stuff. And at the end of the day, everybody has as much chance to win divisions, conferences, everybody else. Now, granted, talent does change that, but if you ever want to look at a team and a and and replicate that, you look at. Minnesota, when they had their, you know, I guess magical season that kind of increased their profile. And what I mean when I say increased their profile, it cre- increased their profile to allow P.J. Fleck and his coaching staff to actually go down to Florida and actually and recruit top-notch talent. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I know is because Daryl Porter, uh, whose son actually just transferred from West Virginia to the University of Miami, he plays um, down in Fort Lauderdale, and, he, and his high school teammate was Patrick Sertain, Junior. I mean, it's like all the former Dolphins and NFL players. That's where their kids go. He told me that when P.J. Fleck goes down in there, it's not just like he, you know, all right, this dude is just there. They're actually paying attention to him now. Mm-hmm. But when you look at that season that he had, the first three games, I always tell people, those first three games that he had, I could make a really good argument that they should have lost those games. South Dakota State gave the game away. They gave the game away because they didn't play cover three correctly, which – I'm sure there's seven on seven teams, and Lincoln and Omaha playing it correct, correct better than yeah those that that, that same moment. player yeah. didn't do for two downs. They went out to Fresno State, and I think won in overtime. Mm-hmm. And then they were losing the whole game to Georgia Southern, I think. And they but they won all three of those games. So then they got the one, they got the momentum going, they got the winning feeling going, and they were these and none of them were blowout wins. No, they were all. Super and then close. boom, there you go. And then you kind of get, then you kind of like start to roll and the next thing you know he's you know got the got him rolling and now granted they had two NFL receivers the quarterback was playing really well they had two running backs including the guy that's coming back and their offensive line is always kind of big you know physical guys and their defense was opportunistic with a really good safety decent corner I think Winfield was back there at that time yeah it was Winfield they had a good corner and then they had two or uh, Blake Cashman who's from my high school Eden Prairie and then or actually and then they had Carter Coughlin who was a deep all big second team Big Ten defensive end. So they had, they had good players. But I guarantee you those players' profile went up as they started to win because mm-hmm. if you go 0 and three, Carter Coffin and Blake Cashman don't get drafted. You know you know what I mean? Antoine Winfield probably still gets drafted. Yeah. But he's not thought of it in the same realm as he's not a first round draft pick. And he's not the guy that you look for to make that play against Penn State. He's not the profile guy that you're when they're playing Penn State at home late in the season. Mm-hmm. That's the guy they're featuring, along with PJ Fleck is Antoine. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. So that winning feeling is, and that, and that momentum does a lot for a team. So if Nebraska can get off to that type of start, then all these, you know, what they call prognated, prognosticators. prognosticators can be right. Is, is, it, is, is it picking at an open wound, picking at Nebraska? Like, does Nebraska feel like every time somebody well, mentions Nebraska that Nebraskans come running. Like they got PTSD. Right, that they come running because, like, oh, please love us, please love us, or you let gotta, us. Lo-. You've got to you 
you got an open wound and you're you're trying to clean it off. You're trying to take care of it. And every time somebody mentions you, it's like they're they're pouring a little. But isn't that low self esteem? I mean, a little bit. For TBWA Shite Day New York and Nissan ISKI code N O A Y zero 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 five zero zero zero. Spot entitled My Twenty Three Aria Launch GM brand fully loaded thirty second radio spot stereo mono compatible mixed with two pop. The all-new Nissan Aria is a fully loaded EV. It's brimming with style mm. and power. Up to 389 horses of it. Innovation and intelligence. E-Force all-wheel drive. It'll pin you to your seat. Your very plush seat. The all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. Nissan Aria with E-Force expected availability early 2023. E-Force cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. E-Force and 389 horsepower available on Platinum Plus. Nissan calculation using one-foot rollout testing with long-range battery and E-Force only in Portland with E-Step Off. These results are for comparison only and should not be attempted on public roads. Drive responsibly. See NissanUSA.com for details. Look, yeah. I mean, they're talking good about you, but it still feels like they're they're poking your arm with a stick. Like you you mentioned you mentioned. Okay. Like they're trying so, to get so, your attention so but it hurts. The recruits who will, you know, and you you said this thing which which is kind of mind-boggling me that 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 it could even be mentioned let alone be true, but that recruits will put Nebraska in their top 5 just to get followers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, these kids like to get recruited more than they like to the work. They love the attention. They they these kids think they're working they're they're not they're not they're not working and it's not all of them it's it's some so, of them so but it's but, it's but, easy but. you I mean if look I told you off air and I'll I'll say it right here like if you if you go to a recruit's profile who has uh they're they're announcing their top five or top whatever and they have Nebraska anywhere in there if you go in the comments I I guarantee there will be more Nebraska comments than any other school but but why I don't know. Nebraska has one of the best fan bases in the nation. That's why. So you're you're but but you're being pup, puppeted by teenagers. Yeah, but that's social media, though. I mean, they have a Netflix show called The Tinder Swindler. <laughs> I mean, that's social media. This yeah, dude but, was I supposed mean, to be the, like a a prince or something, a billionaire son, and a billionaire son, and he was out there. Bilking everybody, you know, across so, the world. He's actually getting sued by that billionaire. Right. <laughs> yeah, how well, dare you mess up my name? Right. <laughs> You're not I mean, even my blood. Yeah. Right? right, but I mean, these are grown folks who are, be, who are being puppeted by teenage kids around the country. But that's social and, media. And the though. adults won't. No, but I mean, why wouldn't the adults just stop? Because, it, but as a fan... Yeah, you like if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, because as you said, they are. But there's plenty of kids. But there's plenty of kids that come. Some do. There's plenty of kids that come. Some do, and and some of the people are like, yeah, it's it's, you know we're the best fans in the nation. We we show that by by giving our support on social media, on an Instagram post, on a Twitter, on a a tweet or anything like that. They go out there and they and they show the support. And I don't I don't agree with you know the ones that you know try to bash other people and what have you, but the ones that are just like, hey, come to Nebraska, you'll love it. You know all this stuff, and they're just trying to show how trying to show how much they care about the team and and how much the these players would be loved when they come here. Like it's just. I can't I can't bash so, them for that, so, but it's it's just so, a, it so seems like a lot. So you're okay with the kids doing it, but you're not okay with ESPN doing it. Some people are. You're okay I with don't the kids doing it for clicks, but you get mad with ESPN doing it for clicks. And <laughs> allow <laughs> both. And, 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 yeah, yeah, and allow yeah, both. Yeah, like right, it, yeah. it's just a weird thing to me. I'm okay. But that's social media though. Yeah. That's what it's there for. These kids are I mean like I said, these kids like they're not the. And then when I say these kids, I'm not talking about a hundred percent, but a high yeah, percentage yeah, of them yeah. like all the bells and whistles, oh. and don't like doing what 
needs to be to provide the substance. Well, it's like, so Ted says this, is that these, uh, these sites are being condescending because they know they'll get clicks. But if you know that's what they're doing, why do you do it? Because, well, first of all, it's, it's, the, it's the, again, it's like a, it's a vortex. It's like the thing that you notice in your peripheral that you do, you're trying not to look. You're trying to look, then boom, you're going to look. You got to so, look. And then once you look, you're going to, then you're going to have a, and social media is so easy that you can reply to it without even having a conversation so they're going to do it. I mean, it's no different than, um, you know, whether it's negative or, or positive, they're, they're going to do it. They're, they're gonna, it's going to have clicks. It's like even like I remember a couple years ago, some guy put out a pre-draft thing in Yahoo Sports and they had a Nebraska player going like top 16. It was just like, well, you know what that dude did? And he was probably in his dorm room. And just got it, you know what I mean. And, well, that's, that's, and you know what he did? He probably has a job at Yahoo Sports now because he his his blew up, blew up. It's, I mean, remember Sir Yacht? Remember that guy? No, I, I try to forget that dude, and he, y'all keep reminding me of him. Stop he it. got a job with I don't I don't know what I saw it what yesterday. place. Yeah, he got a I job somewhere yesterday. just because of all those those tweets that he did pro, pro, projecting that the Big Ten was going to come back and what month it was going to come back and how football was going to get played again and, and how nobody he had knows inside who he sources. Well, he's from like Cincinnati or something like that. He's just some yeah. dude. Like he was just some I mean, dude. There's plenty. I mean, it's been going. on. I mean, it's no different than before social media and they had the blogs and stuff like that where people would get on there and you know, say stuff, make up stuff. And then next thing you know, then every, then it's getting tweeted and circulated. And there, that website, say you did a blog and then next thing you know, you're, you're, you can, now you can go and get sponsorships because I just got, you know, 20, 20,000 followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Man. And Nebraska's fan base is salivating and on edge for success or bowl game. And, um, and they know, you know, I mean, in this year is, quite possibly needs to be the year or has to be the year, but should be the year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just got to pump the brakes and, and, and uh, not think you need to, you're going to go from three and nine to like 14 and oh, which would be great. You know, it'd be one of the greatest. I mean, you could write, you could do Netflix, uh, Amazon prime, uh, Hulu. You could have a show on how, it, how it went from, you know, the, the crap house to the penthouse. That that's a that's a that's a seven episode miniseries right there. Oh, it is, and then that that's just like the first part. Yeah, yeah. and then oh. there's going to be a movie, and then it's. it's I'm be just great. trying to understand. Like I said, it's all to me. I'm just like, wow. Going to have a couple this, this, blog this thing posts. Moves. This thing moves. Man, but you got to think it it moves because I don't think there's a state in the United States of America that you couldn't that you wouldn't be willing to bet. Or you could bet freely and feel good about making a bet that you wouldn't find a significant Nebraska fan base. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes. And then with social media, it brings, you know, I mean, my uncle, right? He went to the University of Cincinnati, and, but he wanted to come to Nebraska and play offensive line. At that time, they didn't recruit African-American offense and defensive linemen at that time. He he knows more. Speaking of media, he knows more about the football team than I do. He follows more stuff with the football team than I do. He follows recruiting, and maybe I wouldn't say as much as like Schaefer knows, but he he's got it down. He's got it down, and he's like, oh, you know what? If you guys were smart, you guys would you know really focus on this DMV or actually come down to Charlotte or down. You know, I mean, he's <laughs> I mean he's but he's going to watch football games. He's on every every you know every 
you know, 24 seven, whatever they are, mm-hmm. he's on it. But that's just one person. Just imagine if you just magnify that by the thousands in thousands. Mm-hmm. And then that's not even counting the one person that's in a coffee shop out in, say, Kearney, and you have the membership. So everybody, you know, these guys that are retired and they're like, okay, well, we all meet down there and we have our coffee. And you stay in there for three or four hours talking Nebraska football, and you all got your phones. Mm-hmm. Oh man, this recruit is in this weekend. We got it. We, we should get him. We're gonna get him. We, you know, let's check this website. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, I'll go ahead. I'm trying to understand it. Trying I mean, to you're talking to a person. That did, you talking to me? I didn't. I didn't know about a good meeting yesterday. Brother, talk about I got a raise. I'll I be mean, brother. I, I, <laughs> this stuff here. Is I don't that, know. I don't. I don't understand how how some people can know so much and and have all this information at one time. Like, it's crazy how many sites some of these people go to to find fine, all yeah. of this information, yeah, but, and then they but, know everything about everybody. They know the names and the and then like the they? recruits always talk about how they no, come in. They, do, they really don't. don't. They some really do. don't. Some do. That, some this don't. The, that's the part. See, maybe that's what bothers me because. They really don't know. And if you're just – it's one thing to gather information, but it's another thing to understand the information. It's one thing to just put – to copy and paste what 50 people say as right. your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not and understanding. And it up a little bit. Right. That's not mm-hmm. understanding or knowing what it is. That's just you resourcing. And I'm cool with that, but – it just muddies the water between what actually happens. You spend time, 90, 100% of your time, on people on people who 98% of them are never going to be a part of the program. Mm-hmm. So you get you get distracted away from what's actually happening. And well, the actual well, the things... Of, I mean, you're, the most important thing is, like, everybody, like, not everybody, but people ask, like, what I think. And I was like, look, dude, only thing I only thing I worry about is what I watch on that screen. Yep. That right there yeah. Yeah. will tell me everything I need to know. Yeah. And it's not – and it's tell me what I what – I, about football and tell me about a lot of other things. Yeah. Because all the other stuff doesn't matter. And that's the great thing about playing sports. It's no different than an individual. Like, you could be having, you know, like Sipple. He is up in there, you know, poor me. He said, you know, I hope you're listening, Sipple, because the last two days you just rolled up out of here like you owed us some money or something, but it's cool. Um, we, 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 you know, we'll, we'll put some, uh, we'll put some DMV juice on it. So uh-huh. we, we're going to make sure we get it on Monday. But it's like, if you haven't, if you're having a bad day and you're playing sports, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. bad day, that's your sanctuary. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So that tells you a lot. It tells you a lot what, what's going on. All this other stuff doesn't mean anything because it doesn't like, you know, you could be on teams that you have talent and then one thing goes wrong and then this whole season. I mean, there's just – that's the funny thing about it. one little thing or one missing ingredient or one added ingredient, just like, you know, when Mark makes his cakes or you cook whatever you like, if you – if you, you know, if you're cooking for people and you add one thing, it could really set off and everybody's like – or you could be like them aunties about macaroni and cheese and potatoes. You're doing too much. You're much. doing too much, right? So it's much. just – Or if you get one thing. If you get one thing or, you know, you don't bring what you're supposed to or you show up without a plate, you know, that's it. It's, it's, but that's the great thing about football. And yeah. everybody has that's a chance. Crazy. That's crazy. All right, we'll toward the break. Um, I do want to talk about the NBA play-in games. Tonight. Oh, yeah. So let's get Jay let's Foreman's take go. on the play-in games next. 
You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Did you know Nissan EVs have traveled 8 billion miles? Just a quick trip to Pluto and back. And what did we learn along the way? Well, that an EV can take on the world, like the Nissan LEAF. It can move racing forward and take your breath away, like the all-new Nissan Aria. We learned to make EVs that electrify. 8 billion miles driven by LEAF owners globally since 2010. 2023 Aria has limited availability. All-wheel drive expected availability early 2023. Subject to change.